Today on Arcade Fire Sings the Alphabet, Joan of Arc. Welcome to this week's episode of Arcade Fire Sings the Alphabet. My name's Owen. With me always is Alex. Today we are talking about Joan of Arc. Uga baga kaku. What are you up to, Alex? What am I up to? It's a it's a it's a slow week. Owen and I last day of classes are next uh, next Thursday, and uh, I've had a bunch of stuff. Not much sleep these last couple nights, but you know, it's a bright bright star of my week to be coming in here and talking to you about Arcade Fire, Owen. Ah, wow, awesome! Burning that midnight oil. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, do you have any interesting <laughs> anecdotes on this song? Of? Yeah. Uh, no. No. No, not not a no no big tan. Well, no, there are some tangents, but not till the lyrics kick in. No, uh, no big. Uh, I suppose that this is the um, this is the last song on side one. Yeah, and so the last song before you know the sunset and the night comes in. So it's kind of like this song is in the half light of the oh wow of the day and night in uh in in Port-au-Prince in the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's about it. Yeah, no, um, uh, I think this song kind of reminds me. So flashback to Reflector coming out, right? And, you know, I was listening to the suburbs a lot. And it's the day of the Reflector release. And I'm in class. And we have a substitute in my chemistry, grade 11 mm-hmm. chemistry class, right? And uh, the, the teacher asks, she's like, anyone here an Arcade Fire fan? And proceeds to play the whole reflect- Reflector field of class as we get a study. It's my first introduction to Reflector, you know. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't. Thought, I didn't say anything though. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a joke when you said chemistry class. No, see, that's like just yeah. another weird coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> full circle. It all comes full circle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll get into the basic facts here. <laughs> without any guess, you know, it just comes so fast. <laughs> it's a, hmm? Without any guess, you know, just the basic facts they just come so oh, fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like. Okay, um, so this is, as Alex said, the seventh and final track of the first disc of Reflector. It clocks in at 5 minutes and 24 seconds, which is about pretty average for the album. It is tied for 35th most played song at 83 plays. Wow, 35th? Yeah. Wait, 80, 83 plays total. 80, 83 live performances. Of oh, most played. I, I, I thought it was most played on oh, Spotify. Oh, sorry, Spotify. Yeah. 35? No, it's not, not, not <laughs> near 35. Yeah. It's much lower. Um, because on just on this album, it's the I, I, I mean I'll keep going here, but it is the ninth most streamed song on the album mm. out of the eleven songs of the album with about nine million streams on Spotify. Sorry, yeah, before I was saying yeah, so it's tied for thirty five most uh live performances of any songs at eighty three live performances, and the most recently was August thirtieth, twenty fourteen in Montreal. Mm. So no everything now tour. Yeah, I know it's been uh I guess they they yeah they put it on the back burner. Yeah, I feel like it's a uh, playing it live. It's very, 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 very reflector unique. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, also as I was writing the basic facts, I thought you know maybe we should do a little Joan of Arc history, ref- uh, you know, refresher. Okay. Because okay. we talked about her on Apocrypha. Apocrypha. Because you know, I mean, as we said then, I very much agree with so now. I was like Apocrypha was kind of like diet Joan of Arc, you know. Mm-hmm. 
die at Joan of Arc. Yeah, like the the culture war or the uh, broken window. Yeah, just you know, songs didn't quite make it on the album, but you know, maybe a slightly better version of mm-hmm. did. I don't know. Um, so, who is Joan of Arc? Now, uh, hundred there was a hundred year war between the French and the English, and this is in the you know fourteenth and fifteenth century. And they were fighting over basically who would have who would be the king of France, and uh, the English were the ones who are currently winning, I think. Um, and this young girl from a peasant family has a vision that God wants Charles the Seventh to be the king of France. So you know she goes and she gets the troops all fired up with this vision, and then uh, they win, and it's like oh wow we did it. But then she gets captured by uh, some people on the English mm-hmm. side, and there's a trial, and it's a real. Uh, kangaroo court one might say and that uh she gets charged with heresy and burned at the stake however afterwards the roman catholic church you know devolves her of all crimes and uh makes her canonizes her makes her a saint so she is now one of the patron saints of france yeah i fair enough uh nothing more uh nothing more uh what's it martyrdom martyrdom yeah i'm pretty sure martyrdom is a is a straight fire way to become a saint. Something like I think I know the process. Something like you have to perform three miracles, or have been a martyr, or have there's a like there's a there's yeah. criteria. So is Mother Teresa a saint? I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's she like the recently. most modern. She's the, I think she's like the most modern saint, right? I I think that when I was in elementary school, uh, Mother Teresa was canonized. But I I don't remember. Yeah, that was a while ago. Uh, yeah. Um, I have lots of things to say about the song, but none of them pre lyrics. Okay. So we'll uh, well, I mean, do you want to talk about the triple J or do you want to do that at the end? Oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool. The um, the I told Owen to go watch the Triple J, which is the Australian radio station that um, popular because they do all of the Like a Version covers. Which uh, that is that where they covered Green Light. By Lord, maybe it was yeah. It's 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 things along those lines. Like my favorite gang of youths cover all my friends, or like Tash Sultana covers MGMT. Cause yeah, I don't love her stuff that much, but that's a cool cover. Um, you have any favorites of theirs, Owen? Not that I can think of right now. Uh, no, fair enough. But they they play this song acoustically. Uh, so you, you watch the video? Yeah. They're all wearing shorts, eh? Bermuda shorts, baby. <laughs> yeah. It, it It's just kind of funny. Like, they're just walking on the beach. It's like, literally, it's like, I mean, I, it looks like they're just ready to hit the beach right after they play, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, fair enough. It's January in, in Australia, so it's got to mm-hmm. be just incredibly hot there because it's like, that's their summer. So, it's going to be like, you know, over, over 40, I bet. So Yeah. And, uh, which is over 100 for our United States listeners. Uh yeah, it's just like they're all wearing like polo shirts. I mean, other than Regine, they're all wearing polo shirts too. It's just, it's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Wind's wearing his normal uh, baseball. Yeah, wind's wearing his normal. Uh, but with a handkerchief, you know, like around the <laughs> neck. Like I feel like Dad get quite uh, an warm. ascot. I guess yeah, that's what you'd call it. <laughs> but uh, I uh, yeah, but Will and Tim are wearing just like classic Dad <laughs> outfits. Yeah. Uh, but it's acoustic. It's not like there's no. It's not at all like this. It's uh. Like even Will is playing the acoustic bass, not even an electric bass. It's uh, a very, very different version of this song. Do you, do you do you like that? 
Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very, it's very different. It's it not... started off like the the intro was, I think, one of the biggest differences for yeah. me, and it was like that was a little bit shaky on, but then the rest of the song I thought was okay. Yeah, it's it's a good like it's it's cool to listen to, but it wouldn't be like it certainly wouldn't be like it wouldn't fit on this album, and it's not better than the original, but it's a cool yeah. cover or not cover, but a cool way of playing it. Yeah. My thing also <coughs> also with the Triple J, I don't think Arcade Fire is a good cover band. For like, them covering stuff or people covering them? For them covering stuff. I mean, like, there's exceptions that they play during the concerts, which, like, when they played with Florence or, like, you know, they'll play, like, I Believe Everything, like, the Wolf Parade. Like, I think they do some good covers, but I don't, I didn't think that the Green Light cover was that great. I think they're better at playing their own music than they are at playing other people's music. I... I, I like their I, I say it all the time I like their Guns of Brixton cover, mm-hmm. but that, that's live. But uh, what else? I I like when Wynn puts in New Order's Temptation into the end of Afterlife. That's not really a cover though. That's just really a couple lines. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, they used to cover um, State Trooper by Bruce, but that's cool. But most of their covers that I think are good. Oh, wait, what am I saying? The, this must be the place cover I really like. Yeah. And the Born on the Train cover I really like. But I those are all Funeral or the Neon Bible. I can't really think of covers after Neon Bible that I that I liked. Because even like Dream Baby Dream by Suicide is one of my favorite songs, and they covered it with David Byrne, but... I, 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 I didn't love it compared to Bruce covers it, and it's such a good cover. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at Like a Version. Uh, the the only one that I can see other than them performing their songs, the Preachers. Have you heard of the Preachers, Owen? Never heard of the Preachers. Not not Preachers like like uh, someone who preaches. It's like Creatures spelt Preachers. But I, I mean, I'm sure it's still. Yeah, like yeah. A, it's just a fun. Uh, <laughs> but they they covered they covered everything now. And according to my YouTube little, uh, you watched uh, I've, five I've seen, seconds I've, of I've it. Watched five seconds of it at some point in time. Yeah, it's like you didn't hear the pan flute immediately. And you're, ah, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, but it's a cool. I like the like aversion stuff. Like I subscribe to that channel to get those. Uh, to like, it's usually very different versions of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to go straight into the intro? Sure. You're the one that they used to hate, but they like you now. And everything that goes away will be returned somehow. They're the ones that spit on you, because they got no heart. I'm the one that will follow you. You're my Joan of Arc, Joan of Arc. You had a vision they couldn't see, so they put you down. But everything you said would happen, it came around. And they're the ones that put you down, because they got no heart. But I'm the one that will follow you. You're my Joan of Arc. What do you think? So, I mean, we don't usually talk. Usually we save some music till the end. or But, like, I like to talk about it right now because yeah. it kind of fits in with, like, how Sometimes it's Sometimes you have to. So this one, like, I mean, the opening straightaway intro chords, it sounds like it's so high-pitched. It kind of sounds like bagpipes. It's like, I think it's like, it's a synth, right? Like, the intro, like, the, um, like, right even before, like, the lyrics start, right? And, um. Yeah. It's, like, real high-pitched, almost like bagpipe reminds me of. And then you get into, like, the lyrics and the intro is very, very fast, right? It's like almost punk. It's Dang like a man. Very, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, almost punk is a good... Uh... It's almost punk. And then, then you go and you hit... Uh, he says Joan of Arc twice, and then it hits like this groovy bass line, and you kind of like go from the punk to more of a groovy bass line. It kind of like relaxes, right? It's like this very tense moment at the start of the song, and then it relaxes. And for me, the first thing I thought about that is like, wow, this is exactly like the infinite contents. 
Yes. Right? You go from the first Infinite Content, it's just like this really hard kind of, not punk as much, but more hard and very mm-hmm. fast, like Infinite Content, Infinite Content. And then you go and like you have this like switch and it switches over and then it's like almost to a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Now when I, f- like, second Infinite Content is more of a lullaby, well, this is more of a groovy bass line. But like there's a definite kind of really hard and fast and then a switch, like just on a dime. Yeah, I never thought of that, but that, that uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely see that. I like that boom, 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 but that comes in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, going into the lyrics, though, it's, um, you know, it's uh, interesting because this song, obviously, it has, I think, so some people say two meanings, but you can probably even say more than two meanings, meanings obviously. But, like, the, the, the one that, like, I'll be kind of looking at as we go through is, you know, it's, like, how the band views himself and how people view the band. And exactly. And then how Joan of Arc is, like, the story of Joan of Arc kind of being told so yeah um yeah the way that uh like all of the orpheus and eurydice stuff is very clearly about orpheus and eurydice but it's also the metaphor for them which is a very this album thing that picking these figures and being i guess other than Leica, them like picking some or i guess but Leica's is not about Leica the dog it's just they mentioned the name whereas this is about Joan of Arc and about Orpheus and Eurydice, but then projecting onto that. Uh, yeah, it's like a long time, the long time fan of the band saying to them like, oh, all these superficial fans jumped on after the Grammys. And uh, yeah, like you're saying this whole side of the album or like part one of the album is all about them dealing with getting big. Yeah. Um, and then I think like it's interesting the part where it's like the vision they couldn't see that came around like since almost the beginning win and like they've all been saying i mean except for regine most or at least win richard and will have said like oh we're the best modern rock band and uh at some point he said that like oh like this is post them winning uh like a year or two later he's like oh the grammys are kind of meaningless because a lot of the time they don't give the award to the best album of the year um he said that whenever whenever Kendrick's uh, Damn came out, uh, he was like, that didn't happen. But when we won, it did. So, you know, he's always said there. The, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you know, some people call the band pretentious. I don't know why. I don't know yeah, why they call them pretentious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, um, yeah, it's like, so, but he, like the vision that came true is them always saying they were the best and, and now they recognize they are. And uh, uh, like the longtime fans hate the new people. And, like, all these bandwagoners suck and they'll never love you like I do. And uh, uh, I, I remember, I don't remember where, either in one of Chuck Klosterman's book or Dan Ozzy's podcast or Stephen Hyden's podcast, uh, they, some, one of them said that everyone wants to be either at the, like, get into something at the very beginning or at the very end. No one wants to say they got into something in the middle, like saying, like, <laughs> I was there at the before the funeral shows, before they got big, or like, yeah, I was there at LCD Sound System's last concert ever. No one wants to say, oh, yeah, I started listening to them in the middle. Like, that's, it's not as cool. Um, you can't, like, brag about that. Yeah. Um, and then these fans were there at the beginning, but I can also very plausibly see these fans having not, like, the bandwagoning kind of themselves, but just bandwagoning before the big bandwagon you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i mean like it's a real wrapped in itself metaphor bandwagoning before the bandwagon yeah uh kind of like like the, these fans are pretentious but like they're the same 
but they kind of switch perspectives. Like here they're talking from the fans, but then on the very next album, with Signs of Life, they're talking about, oh, the fans are the cool kids stuck in the past. So that these guys could even be like, they jumped on before Reflector, but they may well have lost when they did Reflector. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like oh yeah, I was there in the beginning, but then... I don't like the new stuff because it's there's too many people now. And, like, these be the cool kids stuck in the past. Um, yeah. Well, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's uh, for sure, like, this comes across, like, it's almost like Stan. Like, you know that Eminem song? It's, like, it's a little bit oh, creepy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, the fan. It's, like, you're my Joan of Arc, Joan of Arc. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. It's, like, I think, yeah, it's for sure. It's the idea of... I mean, we talked about this in other episodes, too. It's like the, the idea you create of someone and you love that idea, but it's like that's not who they are. It's like the same thing here. It's like you create this, like, image of the band and you love that idea of the band and then they change their sound. Oh, my God. And, like, now it's like, well, they're not the people I loved before. <laughs> like, one of my favorite things about, like, like for a band who's very nonchalant about whether or not people like them, I mean, like, they like to say it's like, um, Win said a lot is, you know, it's like, Sometimes bands make albums, and it's like, I don't like that album. That's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. He's like, you don't have to love every single album of the band. He's like, they're just making what they want to make, what they want to dance to. And, like, for such a band who's, like, so nonchalant about that, they love to write about how much their fans fans (laughs) don't like them or do like them or or just so variable, you know? Yeah, I... uh I I was going to mention this later, but after the Regine verse, but, uh... Um... I kind of like it's reinforcing the regime verse, but like the band saying like, you know, we're not the Joan of Arc, we're not the heroes that you want us to be. And like you were saying, like, yeah, we're the best, but we're not always going to be what you want us to be. And like you you might not like some of the uh the the albums and on this uh, like the whole reflector, it's like they looked in the mirror after not knowing who they were and saw the reflection of, you know, them just being themselves and not being what they thought they were blown up to be. Um, And, like, these fans are the people, like, I see these people as, like, the people who, like, after the, just mumbling today, it's it's Owen and I's busy time of the term. Uh, The, after the Grammys, these are people who are like, oh, yeah, finally real music won the Grammys. (laughs) Whereas uh, Wynn's always been, like, like yeah, like you know, it's, it's all it's all fine music. It's because it's pop doesn't make it bad. Just because it's dance doesn't make it bad. But this is like the oh yeah, I only listen listen to real music. It's great that uh, Arcade Fire won instead of a uh, or it's great that the Arcade Fire won over Eminem or Lady Gaga or whoever else was nominated that year. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they they respond. This uh, I think that it's kind of like a don't meet your heroes, you know, that mm-hmm. this is, these are like, oh, I want, I need them to be everything that I wanted them to be, but they might not, they're their own people, they're not this, this, they're not, they don't exist for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, you know, we're, we're talking about like this person who loves a Joan of Arc is someone who's like, oh, you know, I'm the one who understands. The other people, you mm-hmm. know, they just want to hear funeral six times in a row, right? They just want to, they just want to, you keep making the same album over and over again, right? And but this fan, this, this fan understands. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I and but I, I like one thing I wrote down though is that 
when like we're kind of blessed enough that they've been at least to us they've been everything we wanted them to be like you know like when when shouted us out on Twitter and Richard kind of yeah no kind of but he responded to our existence on Twitter <laughs> and Richard came on the show like they kind of like they were what they were they needed to be and I feel like. I'd be kind of sad to hear if Wynn hates us and <laughs> or if like Tim and Jeremy have been emailing Squarespace every single day to get them to shut us down. Uh, but they aren't. I and mean, we're lucky enough that they're great people and they care, you know, at least to whatever extent care about their fans. Uh, but they don't have to be, which is kind of what the, the song is saying. They're going to sue us for all of our revenue. Yeah. All zero dollars. <laughs> it's fair use, boys no. and regime. All those... Uh, all those ads you've been sneaking in. Yeah. <laughs> All, yeah. Um, the Arcade Fire sings the alphabet cannot be bought. Um, I just I just have one more thing on this too. Yeah. That when I was just, it, and it goes kind of full circle to the reflective age. Like one thing that I feel like this is here instead of everything now is that with the technology and having, you know, the black mirrors at your fingertips, it's so easy to to see what celebrities are doing and to kind of think that they're your friends. Like, yeah, you know, I, I like, yeah, like when responded to us on Twitter, and it almost seems like, oh, Owen responds to me on Twitter, and now Win does too. Like, this guy could be my <laughs> friend, but he he isn't, and uh, yeah, uh, like he does. They don't owe us anything. Um, I feel like, like unless there's someone that generally will interact with fans you don't need to like you don't don't expect that they will um, yeah 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 that's i was gonna say it after the regime verse but it fit i guess it fits now into too. our conversation yeah okay i'll go yeah um you want okay joan joan of arc jean doc <laughs> oh uh, uh tell the boys their time is through joan of arc jean doc uh, uh, tell the boys i'll follow you i'll follow you now they tell you that you're their muse. Yeah, they're so inspired. But where were they when they called your name and they lit the fire? When the voices came, you cut your hair, but you're still confused. But I'm the one with a heavy heart because I'll follow you. Then, I mean, do you want, should I keep going? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Might as well. My Joan of Arc. I'm not going to say the regime parts anymore just because it sounds bad. <laughs> then tell, <coughs> tell the boys their time is through. Joan of Arc. Tell the boys I'll follow you, Joan of Arc. When the boys boys are over you, Joan of Arc. Tell the boys I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Uh, I really want to know you. So I mean, I just like right away. I mean that that last line just fits so perfectly what what Alex was saying about the reflective yeah. age, right? It's like I really want to know you, right? It's like I really I consider you my friend. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, that like we're so close. It's like uh, I really want to know you. That's uh. Yeah, like oh, let, like let's hang out or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um, I saw I saw Brian Fallon, who's lead singer of the Gaslight Anthem. I saw him twice, and at his Seattle show, people like it's strange. People just yell stuff at his shows, and uh, he said like people will be yelling song requests, and he'll be like, "Oh, it's not, it's not a conversation, you know. I'm playing what I want to play. I don't go to your job and tell you what to do." But in the very like joking, like in a in a in a like, if you get aggressive, I'm gonna shut you down. But you know, it's a very playful kind of thing. And he said that like, like I'm here. You paid me money, and I'm here to make you smile. And like for this hour or two hours, like 
I'm like, I'm, I'm here for you. But then I'm getting on a bus and tomorrow I'm going to be in a different city making them smile. You know, like we're not your friends. This is the extent of our relationship. And this is fine. Like, like, I'm, and I mean, like, at least to me, it's like, yeah, that's all I need him to be. I don't want him to be my friend. Like, I'm, thank you for making me smile for two hours. Uh, he said, like, don't be coming up to you when I'm with my family and like, start talking to me about some band. Like, you know, I'm just trying to walk my dog. Or uh, he said, like, don't be banging on the side of my tour bus. This is my home for a couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's um, – I think, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of funny. Like, he, he's a really funny guy when he's on stage talking about stuff like this. And it's like, yeah, like, uh, don't feel, like, entitled to yell out song requests. Um, <laughs> you better watch out, though. When and the, and the gang, when the next concert comes, I'm yelling so many requests at you. <laughs> Yeah, or like, uh, like I mean, you know, when I was on stage with the Killers, and I made the sign saying, "Can I play?" Like, they were there's someone who like do that, but imagine if I like had a sign for <laughs> Arcade Fire saying, "Can I come on and play?" Like, like where kind of like where do I get off thinking that that's okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, though, what song do you think? Uh, <laughs> I th- it have to be straightforward enough that like the person in the audience could play like just one instrument. But not a big, and it couldn't be like the suburbs or something. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought keep the like playing the guitar on keep the car running. Yeah, is a real like, like that's an easy one to just play chords with. I haven't even looked how 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 often do they keep no, oh, do they play keep the car running? Yeah, uh, every once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah, you have to get the right show, you know. Yeah, unless yeah. they want to change their set list for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, they're not going to go out of their way to cater to your what you need wants a fan. It's this song is just about people feeling entitled about as fans and, um, like, like yeah, you you really hit the the nail on the head with like the for someone who says they don't care, they like when who's like like don't come up to when I'm DJing like uh. Yeah, it's it's very it's very very them to talk about this stuff. At least post suburbs them. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> yeah. You want to read the regime verse in sure. French, and then I could read it in English. Tu dis que tu es mon juge, mais je ne te crois pas. Alors tu dis que je suis insane, mais ce n'est pas moi. J'entends des voix, mais ce n'est pas moi. Je ne suis pas Jean Doc. And if you shoot, you better hit your mark. This one, I actually, I mean, I use Google Translate, but I actually, my, like, uh, what, took French until grade 11, my however many years of French education, I was actually able to read most of this. Yeah, though, this one I found was pretty simple. And mm-hmm. It wasn't, no, no slang, no, it's like it's all. Yeah, I didn't know judge, but it says that you say that you are my judge, but I do not believe you. So you say that I am a saint, but it's not me. I hear voices, but it's not me. I am not Joan of Arc. And if you shoot, you better hit your mark. Yeah, what, what do you think? Um, like I have a lot for this one. So, um, but so this is it's a it's a Joan of, it's a mix of a Joan of Arc quote. Mm. So Joan of Arc famously said, "You say that you are my judge. I do not know if you are, but I tell you that you must take good care not to judge me wrongly, because you will put yourself in danger." And she said this during her trial before she was like burned at stake, right? Mm. And uh, pretty gutsy on her part, though. You know, it's like it's really calling out her judges, right? She's saying it's like. You know, it's like, you better be sure that you're right about your religion before you uh, burn me. Because if you're wrong, you're going to burn, like, damnation, you know? 
And like I think that's exactly what the same line is like at the very end of the English is like, and if you shoot, you better hit your mark. And it just like reminisces to me of I think your favorite line ever in the wire, like the <laughs> if you oh, yeah, come, come at, at the, the king, king you best not miss. Yeah, like, that's, that's exactly what I thought when I when I'm looking at this line. It's like yeah, it's like it's a if you're gonna burn me at the stake, you know, you better be right. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just some ca- casual wire quotes, the wire quotes. Um, but like. The thing is, uh, of this, that isn't exactly what is said here, though, right? They kind of, like, morph the quote. Because mm-hmm. they said, like, then you go into the second half, and, like, it's the band's voice. It's like, I hear voices, you know? It's like, I may be in a band, I may perform, but I am not Joan of Arc. Like, that is not me. You put this image on me, right? Like, that's what they're yeah, saying. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you're projecting me to be something that I'm not. Or that, like, m- maybe they are, but... Like not because you project it, and and they're not something because you're projecting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. That like this, the switch to Regine really does is um symbolic of her speaking now as Joan of Arc. Um. Yeah, and I mean I've kind of I I said all the stuff I kind of wanted to say here earlier on. So yeah, that I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get the, this part. Yeah. All right. Joan, it's true. I only want to know you. Joan, it's true. It's true. I only want to know you. But Joan, I only want to know you. First they kill you. Then they love you. Then they love you again. And then they love you. Then they kill you. Then they love you again. Love, love, love you. Kill, kill, kill you. And they, they love you again. They love, love, love you. Kill, kill, kill you. And then they love you again. Um, when said this somewhere on the reflector tapes? About Elvis had a quote about something like this, like first they'll first love they you, love then you. they'll hate you, or something like that. I don't know. I I haven't I've watched reflective plate tapes a couple times. So that was like reflective plates, <laughs> <laughs> long time ago. Commemorative uh, commemorative plates they gave out on the album release. Do you remember when McDonald's gave the Hercules plates when no. Hercules came out? I don't. I that's a weirdly specific thing that I remember. I remember getting McDonald's toys and stuff, but I don't remember specific plates. Yeah, I guess it's I mean Owen's one year younger than I am and I'm twenty you know, I'm ninety six and Owen is ninety seven. Uh born, we're born, born in those years. No, yeah. I'm pretty old. Um and uh it's like that one like this was when I was really young and that one year difference. Um yeah, I John Lennon in one of his final interviews was saying how much he likes Hungry Heart by Bruce and he said, and God help Bruce Springsteen when they decide he's no longer God, they'll turn on him and I hope he survives it. And that's kind of what they're saying here is that like the, they'll love you and then they'll hate you. Which so many people like, like look at everyone, everyone who bashed everything now after loving the suburbs and uh, uh, when you're saying like you might not like our albums but this is like them saying, I hate you now because you made a bad album when it's like, like, uh, I don't know, there's looking like there's so many bands I really like that there's albums I don't like as much. Uh, and that's okay. Like, I, I didn't love Florence's new album. I, whereas I love her first three. That's fine. I, uh, yeah. That's I think I, you've, I, that's all I have to say for this song. Yeah, no, it's like I agree with like what you were saying before. You've said like it mostly. It's like you, you love this band. You make them more than human, and then they do something that's human, and you're like, wait, 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 wait yeah, a second. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. And uh, that's what they say here. It's like then, then you kill them. Bah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Metrics. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> I got lit fires, <laughs> fam. <laughs> How many lit fires? I have three and a half lit fires out of five. Oh, interesting, interesting. Why is that? So, I mean, like I said before, and this is our biggest disagreement ever, is I'm a first half of the reflector man. I'm a first okay, disc reflector okay. man. I, I really like this song. Like, I find it's... Uh, it's like it's a it's a better apocrypha. I give apocrypha I think two point five out of five, and like this is a solid whole point better than that. Mm. I enjoy it. I like to listen to it. Um, I think it has a lot of dimensions. You can dance to it. It's a uh, it's a groove. Now for the the opposing point, <laughs> <laughs> I I really am like I I know I didn't give uh, actually I think I gave Hey Orpheus a good score, but I gave. I think I gave Awful Sound a three and a half, and I gave Hey Orpheus. Oh, I gave Hey Orpheus a four and a half. Mm-hmm. I definitely am a second half of Reflector Man. Um, and I went into this one, like, ah, I don't really love this one. And uh, this, like, I was thinking at the bef- before really finishing my, my thoughts on this, I thought, ah, this could easily be a Reflector Tapes one for me. Uh, but it fits thematically. It's exactly where it needs to be. That's like Apocrypha and Get Right like wouldn't fit on Reflector thematically, even if they're fine songs to s- some people. Uh, give Apocrypha, two and a half. Flashbell Buys, two and a half. Get Right, two. Crucified Again, one and a half. And while I lump this with all of these, this song, uh, a whole point above... Uh, Parker Fun, Flashball Buys, I'm right there with you, Owen. 3.5 marks hit out of 5. Marks I, uh, hit. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that this was musically, like, it's fine. It's one of their more, like, getting your head with the Joan of dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Which is another one with chemistry. Like, kind of prove that they can do that. I take it back. Chemistry, if I can do one thing, is stay in your head. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I the whole after I took the deep dive into the lyrics and theme, I was like, wow, just on lyrics and theme alone, this bumps up a whole point for me, and uh, that's why I'm walking away with three and a half out of five, which uh, may sound weird because I gave Awful Sound the same score, and I never thought I'd give Joan of Arc and Awful Sound the same score, but to me, in my humble opinion, this song gave me a three and a half out of five. Wow. And on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave you sitting uh, until next week when we come back to keep the car running. Oh, well, we were talking about today. That's Yeah. How convenient. Exactly. Yeah. We uh, And uh, one of the last episodes before we end off this year. Anyway, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we, we really enjoy talking about this stuff, and we're so happy that people enjoy listening. Um, we didn't plug the poll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we we'll put up a poll. If on you're our, still here, yeah. If you're still here, we put up a poll on our website, uh, arcadefirealphabet.com. Uh, like the other ones we put up, like the other one we put up before. Uh, put put in your favorite songs, D to I, and your least favorite songs, D to I. Let us know why, and we'll talk about that on our end of the year episode, which is gonna. Be, so we're gonna keep it up for another couple of weeks. Anyway, thanks, thanks for listening. We'll we'll see you. T- but vote on. now. It's one of those things. Yeah, vote now. Vote now. Yeah, you you can vote whenever, but do it now. <laughs> Anyway, see you next week. Bye.